The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 194th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head crumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And currently I am honing my MLG skills in Trials of Osiris and Destiny. I'm kicking some ass, taking some names, and I'm earning the loot. Also... I'm trying out a new microphone. I'm a big dummy. I was on eBay, and I made an impulse purchase. Uh, I actually threw a bid on some microphone, super cheap. It was whatever. I didn't think anything of it, and I wound up winning. So I have a new mic. I don't need one, but I have one. What are you going to do? All right. For tonight's podcast, we will be discussing the following. Call of Duty Season 2 Reloaded, Halo Season 3. The loss of Lance Reddick, our thoughts on Diablo 4 beta, and finally we'll wrap it up with what TV shows and movies we are watching. And with that, let's get in- into uh, the show and introduce our guest. First up, joining us again, the meanest person in GRG, Grex. Welcome back. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Stop collecting mics like you uh, collect headphones. I actually have new uh, in-ear miners coming soon. My third pair, mm. but we won't say anything about that. Do you swallow those mics? <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a mule tonight. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, well, I'm, I have this, um, when I went on vacation, uh, uh, it's called Mutiny Island Vodka. They make it on the island. But it's made with uh, breadfruit instead of, you know, your traditional potato. And it's not bad. My wife can't drink it. It messes up her stomach for some reason. But uh, I got this uh, pepper-infused vodka, so it's a little on the spicy side. Now, do you have the uh, copper glass for it? I I don't. I'm just using a regular glass. I got to get the copper cup. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm using a mix, too. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) I just wanted to use the vodka. Uh, Playing... Doing uh, still with Black Desert, grinding away in that, and then I did try the uh, D2 beta, so I'll give my comments and thoughts on that as we go go through. Up next, we have our resident Destiny expert, Valiant Victory. How you doing? And uh, what color is the uh, the man room today? The man cave. The LEDs are uh, blinking, are uh, breathing purple at us tonight. Uh, I guess we're going with the, uh, I think the Mace Windu theme, right? So is that like a good, bad, indifferent? Uh, I think it's uh, middle of the road right now. We'll, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll cut the, uh, we'll almost kill the Emperor, but maybe not. I'd ask you what you're playing, but we all know what you're playing. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, uh, I'm, uh, I'm drinking a Blue Moon tonight. I actually, sadly, I was... Uh, if I'd known I would be on, I was gonna. I've been drinking this. Uh, Line and Kugels had a a peach IPA that was amazing, and I had a 
12 pack of it and I finished it last week and I was going to get some more, but I kind of got on here last minute and I did not pick up any more. I was going to try some more of that again because it's really good. So if you see the lining kugels out there, the peach one, I highly endorse that one, but blue moon because it's always in the fridge. Actually, I send you the picture. You can see the box right next to the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your little beer fridge. Well, it's not a little beer fridge. It's a massive beer fridge. I'm... That is like, I, that refrigerator is literally 12 years old. And it, it was like from our first house. So that's how it works. Like the basement refrigerator is the leftover yeah. refrigerator, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, well, I have a beer fridge in my garage because I never wanted the wife to know how much beer goes in and out of the house. Um, that but, is a great strategy. That yeah. is a that is a great idea because otherwise, I mean, I literally have to carry it by her, and yeah. she's like, "Oh God, you know, another one." I, I had my beer in the fridge, but I don't know <laughs> what it is. But the um, when it gets cold in the winter time, right? The fridge, like the the temperature regulator on the fridge, would get all messed up. You know, the freezer would be okay, but the fridge part would not, and the temperature would get off, and it would like, think too warm. It would get too warm, yeah. Um, because because the fridge doesn't have to work to because the thermostat's in in the freezer, so everything in the bottom of the fridge would get warm, and it's like that's not that's that's not. Yeah, good. I just leave the the beers just out. <laughs> I just leave it in the garage. I don't have to actually put it in the fridge when uh, when it's time. real cold out. Let let nature take its yeah. course. Yeah. But I need to put, lock this shit because now my oldest kid comes home and steals all my good stuff. Now there's Miller Lights in there. He won't touch that stuff. He drinks all the expensive <laughs> beers, that motherfucker. <laughs> and he takes, takes my good booze too. Like that little rat. <laughs> Once again, my name is Lala Calamari, and I am playing Diablo 4 Beta. Some Halo, some Fortnite, some Destiny, some Call of Duty. So I got a lot of games going on right now. And I picked up a uh, a beer from a local brewery from Conshohocken, right outside Philly, and it is called Ring the Bell American Lager by Conshohocken Brewery. And it's it's a lager, it's an American lager, it's okay, it's not bad. But I just I saw it in the uh, the beer store, and, and I had to get it because spring training's going on, and I saw Ring the Bell. That's a Philly term when the Phillies win, they ring the big uh, Liberty Bell, like the, they have a big light up Liberty Bell in the back of the stadium. They ring that and do their silly little dances and stuff like that. It's baseball shit. I don't care. It's not that high-quality soccer stuff that I enjoy. All right. So anyway, let's move along with the show. And uh, we'll, we'll go into this episode's rant. And, and I have one. Uh, and that goes with the Diablo Q system that we had uh, the Diablo 4 beta this week or this weekend. And they had a Q system implemented because, you know, God forbid... Anything just works right out the gate. I mean, you know, this weekend marked the beginning of the Diablo 4 pre-order access to the beta. And, you know, of course there were issues. It's a massively popular game, AAA title. Of course it's not going to work day one. Nothing ever does. Does anything ever work day one anymore? But what gets me is it's not like Blizzard is some little indie dev and they don't understand how logon servers work. I mean, they have this little game called World of Warcraft. They have Diablo 3. They have Overwatch. Like, this should be the, the, the easiest part of the game development for them is getting logon servers and getting this stuff working from day one. But, of course, they don't. And they have to know that demand's going to be massively high. Uh, Diablo is a very popular game. The last one was built like it's been 11 years since it came out. 
Exactly. I think like May something, 11 years ago, 20 or whatever. And it killed Star Wars, The Old Republic, that motherfucking game. Uh, anyway, so they had massively it, massive issues with the logon service. You, you go in, you go fire it up. You're all excited. I paid the, the, the $100 to get in the, the, the beta. 120 minutes, 180 minutes, blah, blah. It's what it keeps going up and going up and going up. You have to wait all this time. And then finally, when you do get in, it's not just the queue that you wait. You, you actually queue to get to a queue to get into the game. So you finally, your time expires. You're, you're set to go. You think you're going to play? Nope. Now you're in a queue. I'm like, holy shit, I just queued to queue. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. It's like queue inception. I, it drove me nuts. Thankfully, they got their shit together after the first day. Uh, Saturday, everything seemed to be working pretty good. But Friday was a shit show. And I'm just over it. Like, get these games working day one. There's, I have no faith that this game at launch will work. I have none. I mean, do you, what do you guys think? I mean, uh, is this just like the norm? By, uh, I'm still jaded by the New World launch and seeing, you know, several arrow queues going on. Uh, <laughs> so. You know the the uh, the eighty minutes I had to wait on PC was uh, was a walk in the park. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where they they're building this into the in just into development. I mean, the days when we used to get a a perfectly finished product are long gone. It's always going to be a work in progress, even if it's not a live service game. It's going to be a game where there's going to be patches, but isn't that how software has been forever? I mean, when was the last time they made software that wasn't that was uh, you know perfect when it launched? It always needs updates. So I think they're just they're they're using that line of thinking and making what they make now. I think they also can get away with it now that they can patch games for you know before like on the old PlayStation days or cartridge days that you you couldn't shit right yeah you you got what you got <laughs> right. I mean, if you think about the um, you know, even PC games, you know, that it was a big deal if they had to patch them. Oh my gosh, there's a patch and you got to install a patch. Remember, we used to have to download them and then you'd have to run a, a, an updater in order to get that thing to work. I mean, in the, I guess the Windows 95 era, it was like a big deal to patch them. Now yeah. it's just like, you know, you log in, it does all the things and it's just built in. But yeah, imagine if you had a, you know, if they shipped a cartridge back in the Nintendo era that was bad or, you know, it had, you know, problems with gameplay, you're screwed. They're not going to be able to remake those. Not going to be able to update it. It's, you know, hardware. So, yeah, it's just different, different times. But, yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, we we deal with it in Destiny. Every time there's a new launch, every time there's a new, you know, annually, I just don't plan on being in on day one. I just assume it's going to be day two, and usually I'm I'm uh, I'm not surprised when oh my gosh, there's like a big wait on day one, maybe even day two and day three. <laughs> I, I just was kind of blown away with the fact that they they the issue wasn't. I don't even think the issue was they couldn't handle the amount of players. I just think the issue was from what they from what they announced, it was an issue with the log on servers and not working correctly. And I just can't figure out how that's a problem when they they have that stuff in place already for other games. So I, I, you got to do better, Blizzard. That's the bottom line. Do better at launch. Please don't let this happen. I know it will, but please don't let this happen. 
you're a multi-billion dollar company and you are getting it the same as an indie developer. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Point taken. All right. Let's uh let's hop along right into our gaming and geek news. Up first we have Call of Duty Season 2 Reloaded update. And what an exciting time for us Call of Duty fans. Really. Woohoo. <laughs> Not gonna spend a lot of time on this. It is what it is. They have a new map, Himmel Mat Expo. And it takes place in a snowy uh, resort town, mountainous region area, whatever. And this map is huge. It's like your mama, huge. It's just way too big for 6v6. It probably should be like a 10v10 map. We played it the other night. I played it a few rounds. They have like their own specific game mode just for this map. And it's just massive. 10v10 it should be, not, not 6v6. So... I mean, the map looks great, and it, there's some interesting parts of it, but you had to go very far. And it's very odd for a, a, a modern Call of Duty map to be that huge. Uh, you also have a new gun, the Tempest Torrent, and this is a semi-automatic marksman rifle. Like, we don't have enough of those already. I'm not sure what differentiates this between the other three or four we have. And I really wish they could find a way to make these things useful in Warzone, because I would like a better options of viable guns for Warzone. But it is what it is. And I have not unlocked this yet. It takes 25 double kills to unlock or a uh, to in- extract it from the DMZ. So I haven't unlocked it yet. And I'm not really going to try until we see like a shipment 24-7, because... Getting double kills with marksman rifles is is tough. I have a few. I think I have like six or seven of them, but I'm not close to it yet. And uh, finally, uh, they are adding Shredder to the cash shop. Uh, yes, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> Shredder. Why? Don't know. Um, I I don't know, and I have yet to see anything <laughs> worth purchasing in the Modern Warfare Two cash shop. I know Grex looks at stuff, but have you bought anything? In Waterford? No. Not in Call of Duty, no. 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 <laughs> Have you tried the new map yet, or? I haven't even tried it, no. No, you ain't missing anything. It's Call of Duty multiplayer. It's horrible. Yeah. Right. Let's go into a, a actually good multiplayer game, even though people aren't giant fans of it. We have Halo Season 3 has uh, officially dropped. And... First off, I just kind of want to mention a thing. We did hold a Halo night for GRG. We just had a couple people play because uh, it's mostly Grex and I that are the Halo nerds that still play this game. And then Sniper and his son Destroyer joined us. So we we got some action going um, and look forward to seeing that. Uh, we also had a Fortnite event, which we had a couple squads running. And uh, we, we'll be planning more of those because I know a lot of guys are playing Fortnite right now and try to get the gang all together again. But anyway, back to Halo Season 3. They released a new map, Oasis. It's a big team battle map, and that is the featured game mode now. And that's where all the challenges go um, to, to forge your, your battle pass. It's it's an okay map. I'm not a giant fan of this. Did did you like this one, Grex? It's not bad. You, if you... Uh... Some of the vehicles are a little nuts with the, the new bird they got in there. It's pretty nasty. But um, I, didn't, I don't mind the map too much. It's okay. 
I think they need to have some way to for infantry to to combat. Uh, I guess the the plane, whatever. I think it's the wasp is what it's called. You have the electric grenades for like the cars and stuff that that helps. But they introduced the uh, well, basically the DMR rifle back from I think it was Halo Four. Uh, now it's called the Bandit Rifle, and it's it's okay. I'm not a giant fan of this one. I think it needs a scope. Um, I still got to figure out how to use it properly. I, at, right now, I'd rather have a, a battle rifle all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. You like the new DMR? I do. I, I don't. I think uh, I think it's a pretty good gun. But yeah, I mean, the battle rifle is a little bit better because of the burst, and you can kind of drag it up to to get the headshots. Um, this one's a little bit harder to hit those uh, with the single shot, but I think it hits pretty hard. You just you you do have to hit those headshots though, or else yeah, you're good. you're not going to be able to uh, beat out a, a, a the battle rifle or even the AR. Like once the AR, the AR gets yeah, trained, the, I'm kind of trying to think of the name yeah. of the AR, but that thing is still. Still melts people, and it's just like it's just such an an easy like spray and pray kind of gun. So, I think the range on the assault rifles just a little too long. I think they need to back it off a little bit because it overshadows the other guns. They nerfed the the pink mist and they nerfed the hydra. Hydra garbage. Yeah. Uh, Also, three four three pulled some maps that they had in. For season three, which I I don't understand why, like the the uh, pit remake, I can't remember what it's called. That's been pulled, and um, word is they're going to be bringing that back. I guess a lot of people complain that they're took out maps, which a game that doesn't have many to begin with. Why are you pulling stuff out? So look to see th- those returning soon. I also read that infection will not come until season four. And I gotta ask, do people actually like this mode? Like, does have you guys played Infection? Would you do you even care about this mode? No, no, not Infection. No, bring back the community playlist maps again. Exactly. Yeah, and just throw them right into rotation. Just quick play. Like, throw in a like pick four or five and rotate them. Add variety. That's what people. That's what we want. Infection. I don't care about. I don't give a shit. That's like a clan night thing you do once or twice and whatever. Um, so anyway, that's what's going on with, uh, Halo Season 3. Uh, like I said, look forward to some more events. Uh, check our Discord. We'll have events for Halo. We'll have events for Fortnite. And, um, probably some Call of Duty and maybe some Destiny. And when Diablo comes out, definitely. All right, let's, uh, move along. And, uh, some sad news on Friday, May 17th. Uh, Lance Reddick, passed away due to natural causes at the age of 60. This sucks. I mean, (laughs) he's a great actor, and and we bring this up mostly because um, he's the voice of everyone's favorite guardian, or one of everybody's favorite guardian. I mean, uh, but he's Commander Zavala, and it's huge for Destiny. He's like one of the main guys there, and this is a bit rough. How are you taking this, Valiant? <laughs> no, I mean, to be honest, uh, the yeah, it bothers me more than just the Destiny thing, because 
he's in a bunch of different things and he's just a really good dude. And I wouldn't know, I probably wouldn't have like followed all of his other stuff, like how, um, you know, just things he says, things he does, you know, he's just a really good dude. You know what I mean? Like level-headed, not really political in the political way. You know, people would ask him to do Zavala voice things and you posted the one and he would do that stuff. He played Destiny. He like loved to meet the Destiny fans. He was like a big geek like the rest of us and just a really down to earth good dude. And I wouldn't have known that if you weren't Zavala, but that is the part that bothered me. Like, I'm just like, damn, man, like, like it, it just it it bothered me, you know, like, and again, if he were 90 years old, it's different. You know, my, my grandmother died, you know, two months ago at 102. And in some ways, you know, that's sad, but at 102, she lived a full life. I just feel like, dude, he had so much going on and he had, he was good. You know, he was in that resident evil and he was probably, he was the shining star of that resident evil um, yeah, let's not talk of about that. Of show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like let's he did a great cool. job for a yeah. kind of a like a not a great show. You know what I mean? Um, so I I really like yeah, it kind of bothered me after you know being honest. No, that tweet that I posted which just cracked me up because I, it was like the funniest thing because he just he was just messing around. You could tell how much he enjoyed uh, being Zavala and how much he enjoyed, you know, interaction with his fans. Cause the guy wrote him something to say in, in Zavala's voice. And it was something like the cabal was threatening the, the guardians and him. So he's like, I'm just going to tell our guardians, you have some shiny new weapon and they're going to come up there and clap those Take cheeks over and over again. Like it was hysterical. And he was like, it was the funniest thing I've, I've, I've seen. And it, it was great. And it was, and he, he had a blast it. with it. Yes. And that's like, that's the kind of guy he is like, that is totally or, or was now. I mean, I just, um, you know, just blown away by, by the stuff. And, uh, you know, in, in destiny, as far as NPCs go, there's maybe like two or three total castings in the whole sh- the nine years that have been the same. You know, we have like maybe two other NPCs for sure that are still around, but everybody else has been recast or killed off. You know, I guess it's one of those things that can happen that the real life stuff affects the game where we have, you know, people that want to leave or where someone dies. You know, that's a thing. It's crazy. It's nuts. And they had uh, his his wife posted a, a tweet and she was going on whatever. And she made sure even to thank the Destiny fans because I mean, he, this guy is like in, in movies, he's in TV shows. But she made a point to thank the Destiny fans because I guess at the out, the, you know, the support they always gave him for for the role of Savala, and, and um, so the that was weekend. Th- so I guess the, you said he died on Friday, and it's true. But on Friday afternoon, they posted a thing saying at three o'clock on Sunday you know, for people to get together in their version of the tower and do a thing. And if you look through the, you know, the the Twitter over the weekend, it was trending. All these different pictures of the tower and people doing, you know, like remembrance emotes and whatever around where Zavala is standing for uh, for Lance. It was it was like pretty like cool that all these people and if you in other games, there were people saying in other games saying, you know, uh, you know, we got your back, Guardian. You know, do what you need to do. The the loss of your leader, and I'm like, that is like just 
freaking awesome that it like it's the whole community is mourning the loss of this guy and that goes beyond just the game oh yeah because i mean he like we said we he's in so many different shows and movies and uh what was your favorite role that he's ever played was so, it zavala <laughs> no i mean I, like obviously i'm biased on zavala but um you know in addition i think i have to say that um cedric daniels from the wire Oh, like yeah. that that's, is that was so mine. I mean, that's an easy one. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's like he was such a presence. He like changed the uh, you know he's technically a character role, right? Like he's not a lead, but he freaking he stole the screen when he was in the room. He just like he was larger than life when he was doing that shit. And it was like, my god, you know, like the usually it's like the the sergeant and the lieutenant is kind of yeah. like an archetype, like eat on the desk and blah 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 he was just man and what's funny is in the when he was in the wire he was like you know 30 something 40 something you know what in the early 2000s right i he he sold me on him being in his 50s then so it's almost like he hasn't aged (laughs) in like 30 years right well you know who did that That was that was uh, Danny Glover, and like I, I seen the meme where where you watch Lethal Weapon, and Danny Glover was uh, when he was he was forty years old when he was too old for this shit <laughs> in, in real life. That's what he was forty years old when he did that. But yeah, that, the the Wire. I mean, to be part of that, that's considered one of the greatest shows ever on TV ever, and um, it is fantastic. Uh, if you have not watched The Wire. Correct that mistake and watch that that show. And he's fantastic in it, yeah. And be a part of it. Right? That show is, uh, it is, you know, many people think of MASH as like changing television or changing perception of stuff. But I think if you really watch that show and understand what it's saying, some powerful shit, man. I'm not going to take anything from MASH. That was another classic. I, I can't, I never write like great stuff like the best because it all depends on things, and Mash- no, but Mashhead was was you know telling a kind of a, a true life kind of thing, and I think of the Wire does a, a same kind of thing with the situation in Baltimore. Grex probably liked them on uh, Fringe. Did you watch that show, Grex? Fringe. I did watch that show. It was a pretty good show. <laughs> I could not tolerate the. Uh- the lead actress. It always looked right, like she was right. sniffing a turn, a turd. It just, oh, the, face she made, oh, the face she made, she always had this weird face. Like when, so you the like sour, that they killed the her off race. right away, right away. Race. They kill her off in, um, in last of us. And that was good. Right. Oh, she was on that. <laughs> I, I can never tell. Like, uh, the chick with a busted up eye, right? Like early on the guy busted her eye. That's, uh, and that's the same chick from French. Oh, Huh. I didn't know. <laughs> Smelling a turd. Uh, that's what it looks like. It. It's just like she smelled a turd. But, um, Fringe so wasn't here. his strongest role, though, obviously. Yeah. So. No, but I liked him. Um, I liked him in, in Fringe, too. I think that it was, in, in many ways, his character in Fringe is similar to that of The Wire. Um, and then, of course, he's at the uh, a concierge at the Continental in the, the John Wick franchise it's small role but it's definitely a yeah. good one for him now the question is uh what's destiny going to do with the zavala character now i mean there's a lot of talk man there's a lot of talk already if we're 
correct in what we're led to believe or 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 Bungie's not you know is telling the truth and how they build the stuff to ship um the audio lines for next year are probably all recorded and next year being the last major expansion of this major story arc which is the one that's gone on for now 10 years so if that's true then they could just finish it and you know, basically he lives to the end of the story and disappears in the next one, which I really think would be a terrible strategy. Or they could they could cut him, right? They could cut him out and and do like do some type of wow, he died right away. And the third option, of course, I guess you could part A and part B of the third option. One is you splice together a bunch of lines to kill him off, or you have somebody else record stuff to kill him off. That's the only three I can think of. I, I don't know what they're going to do. It's. Uh... I, I think the right thing, though, is you can't let him. I don't think you recast him. No. That's not just not really an option because he's so well known, larger than life. I think the community would scream if you were to like recast him and put somebody else in Zavala. It's not like the, it's, we're not talking about the Dinklebot here. <laughs> well, even then, like di- there's a lot of pushback on Dinklebot. Could you imagine if it's Zavala, who's literally the the only other main character in the game other than us? Well, and I think as as respect to the uh, the actor who passed away. Yeah. You can't be like it, like if they do if you couldn't do it with Black Panther, you can't do it with Zavala. Mhm. You know, so then who so, would be the uh, the new Titan Vanguard? Well, I mean, we don't have a new Hunter Vanguard. So maybe the answer is they kill off the whole Vanguard and we start over again. Yeah. <laughs> kill them maybe both. Maybe the, uh, the characters become it. I don't know. Because um, the Crow ain't going to be no Hunter Vanguard. No way. Guy's I don't think it's going to happen. He's a whitey little bitch. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it's a rough one. Yeah, so I... I Speaking of Destiny, um, I, I decided to try some the trials because there's some submachine gun in there that you can get. And mm-hmm. well, I'll probably never get the adept version because I'll never go flawless. I, I did play some of the uh, trials of Osiris, and which is their hyper competitive PvP that comes around. Is it every weekend or every other weekend? It's every weekend that there isn't Iron Banner. So okay. there's Iron Banner supposed to be three times a season. Uh, and so, you know, it's trials uh, is, the, it trials is going to be, it should be nine, but the first weekend that there usually isn't. So that makes it a, what, eight weeks a year, eight week, we, eight weeks a season of trials, three of, um, iron banner, and then one just off. No, nothing weekend. So yeah, I, I held my own. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I held my own. It took me a little while to get used to the gameplay and it's, it's three verse three and if you die, uh, you can get revived, but it's if you it's, kill the other team off, then the round's over. Um, yeah, but it's so short. It's like a quick skirmish. It's not really yeah. like an extended engagement. I think, what is it, two minutes? So Around, you can't yeah. do a lot. You can't do it too much in two minutes. So it's really about you got to like you got to hit hard, hit fast, and then it's over. You're not you're never getting your super up. You're not going to run around and hide around corners. It's just not enough. No. time in a match so it's it's a really cool thing and 3v3 has that kind of snappy quick engagement feel so um but a little trick if for our dozens of listeners they just this season changed it so a seven card a seven win card regardless of flawless so you can have some losses on the card you can turn that card in and still get your adept 
Oh, so, well, so you I'm know, somebody can that. post something on this somewhere and say that I'm wrong, but I believe this is correct as of this season. Yeah, so I, I'm not uh, geared properly. I don't have all the the proper meta guns, and definitely don't have my class set up to to fight PvP properly. But you know, we should go together because I have all the equipment and my point six five KD. <laughs> I can certainly back you up, like way back. <laughs> well, that's all I want to do: shoot people from a distance. So, yeah, Destiny got rocked. Destiny community got rocked, and it's uh, definitely it's a, a thing. Yeah, mm. and um, well, yeah, it's rough. So, uh, all right, let's move along. Let's go into our uh, Diablo Four uh, beta, and this weekend, if you pre-ordered. Diablo 4, you can get into the uh, the beta. Next weekend uh, will be the open beta for everybody to play and try the game. And I highly suggest you do uh, to at least see if you like it. Just play a few hours. Like I played Saturday. I got to like level 17. And um, as I said before, during the cast, I started playing again Sunday. But then I started like seriously playing it. And I'm like, well, I just need to stop. I mean, this is just a beta. I don't want to like relive this stuff and spoil it or whatever for when the game actually comes out. Um, anyway, so regardless, like I had an opportunity to play it. I, I, I bought it just so I can be prepared for the podcast. And I just kind of want to put some thoughts together. Unfortunately, I had to group up and play with Grex, and that's always a, a terrible night, but... <laughs> it come true. <laughs> Uh, so they, they, they had a few classes open. What was it? The Barbarian? Um, yeah, the Barbarian, the Rogue, the... Um, sorcerer. Sorcerer. And uh, there was one other one. I'm forgetting. There's the Necro and the Druid, but they're both locked. Those were locked. Yeah. So you, you can pick one of those players. Um, Did I hear correctly that there's no Paladin this time? Like, or is it maybe yeah. that they, it, maybe it will bring it in later on? Yeah, maybe they'll bring it on later on, but not initially. Mm. That's like I typically play at Necro or Paladin. Paladin was one of the core classes, and uh, instead they have the uh, the Druid, which is a shapeshifter. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, the initial character creation screen was. Uh, Interesting, because there was there's a lot of options, and then there wasn't like for hairstyles. I think there was like four hairstyles, <laughs> but uh, I still yeah, imagine. I, I I think it's I think they just have a lot of it turned off. I, mean, just, I okay. hope they do because it it seemed yeah it seemed like there could be a lot there, but there isn't. So it's um yeah I'm hoping they just they just don't have a lot of it turned on. Well, you know where they're going to have a lot of it turned on. <laughs> you know. Cash up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. You want your pink spiked hair with mohawk? Yeah, it's in the cash shop. <laughs> you know. It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. <laughs> yeah. How many only a dollars do you, do you does it take to get up to like a hundred bucks? Oh well, you want your 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 middle finger the same color as the rest of them? Okay, well yeah. that's gonna be an extra dollar. <laughs> oh yeah, cash shop. So yeah um but it was it was all right so i created a decent looking character i created a rogue and set him up to be a bow like a with a bow just like a ranger style that's why i like to play ranger or the the sorcerer um you can choose your gender um male or female and only two genders 
Well, I, I'm well, sure there's probably more I probably didn't, audience. I probably didn't pay attention to it. There's probably <laughs> no, non and no, nobody under 30 will play unless yeah. there's 17 genders. Uh, Sorry. Oh shit, we just went there, didn't we? Yeah, I'm All not right. going to go Sorry. there. I'm going to back out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're going to alien our, our dozens, dozens of our, you know, some segment <laughs> of our dozens of listeners. So, uh, overall thoughts in the gameplay, I just want to touch on a base on a few things. I, I played on the Xbox Series X, and it played very smoothly. It, it, it really was uh, a joy to play. I figured it might be clunky or weird to control, because it is a PC game. And I'm using the controller, and it wasn't. Now, the, the thing that threw me off the most is the right stick isn't even used at all. Like, there's no use for it. And I'm surprised I didn't find a way to map something to it. Um, and I kept... I'm so used to playing Elder Scrolls Online that I'm trying to aim where I'm going to, like, use my ability with that stick. And no, it's not. So that threw me off. But I think that's just the way Diablo is. There's no strafe? basically so no no right your character moves right it's wherever you're looking you fire so if you're using the you're using the left stick to move your guy around and look wherever and that's that's it and then that's where you're shooting your bow or you're, you're casting your abilities it took me a while because i was thinking like i was trying to use the controller the the left to move and the right to aim and yeah that obviously i wasn't doing anything but other than that, the gameplay was very, very smooth. Uh, it played great on the Xbox. The UI, the user interface, pretty easy to navigate. I would personally like to see it zoom out a little bit more. I felt like I was zoomed in way too close. And it was very noticeable when you got into a, a boss fight. And there's times when the boss is off screen sh- blasting your ass with you know abilities and you just don't see him or know where he's at. So unless I was missing this setting, I couldn't zoom out at all on the Xbox. Um, Crex, what did you think of the gameplay? I thought it was, um, the graphics look great uh, on the PC. Um, we did have some weird stuttering going on. Um, I think like server lag maybe or something like that uh, would happen at times, especially in town when it was really busy. There was some little hiccups. I'm hoping they smoothed that out a bit. Um, uh, on the PC side, uh, they didn't have many options turned on in for video settings or anything like that. You, oh, they only had some basics stuff there that you could turn on and off. Um, you could turn on HDR and uh, and and set some basic resolution information, but other than that, there wasn't a whole lot you could do. Uh, otherwise, though, the story was. Looked really cool from the cutscenes I did see, and then uh, other than when the gameplay was 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 fine, you know, uh, movement and everything like that. It's typical Diablo. It's the point click move, and yeah, wherever you're facing is where you're you're swinging or you're shooting your bow or whatever. Other than that, it it played pretty good. I thought boot was good. Even partying up wasn't too bad. Uh, jumping through the game on PC, though, we did have a couple times we had some crashing going on. Uh, some had more often than others. I had a couple, um, and it seemed to happen a lot when you were in a party with somebody else. Like if I was playing solo, I didn't have any crashes. It was when you're in a party or something like that is when the game would crash out. 
Yeah, I didn't have any crashing or that stuttering on the Xbox, uh, so that might be a PC client issue or something. Hopefully they get that sorted out. I'm sure they they took feedback for that. I, you know, Xbox Master Race. Yeah, Xbox Master Race. <laughs> I, I tell you what, like I look at buying a, a, a gaming PC and trying to buy a new PC, and um, I don't really game on PCs, and... When, if you throw that out, like you can buy a PC pretty cheaply. <laughs> Once you throw in like a graphic card to, to play games, it jacks up like four or five hundred dollars. And I'm just, uh. um, yeah, the grouping up was fairly easy. Uh, the, the thing I don't understand is how they uh, level out. I guess the playing field. So, like, if you're level, like, I'm level 15, you were like level 18, the other guy was 25, and we're all in a party together. And, like, how, how do they? F- I think what they do is they, what Elder Scrolls Online does, and it just scales everything at base content to all be the same. Because I know the guy that was 25 wasn't one shotting everything, and uh, I wasn't getting one shotted because enemies were higher rated. So, I think it's just. Anything at like the Overland or just the basic game is just all one level, and levels don't really mean a thing. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, uh, whose line is anyway, right? Points don't mean anything. I think levels don't really mean anything. It probably doesn't matter until you hit end game, and then you're just missing abilities. But as far as actual content, I think anybody can play with anybody. I mean, that's what it seemed like, right, Grex? I'd- yeah, it looks like maybe it scales like there's some kind of multiplier and stuff. So whatever you're doing damage, if you're in a party, maybe it maybe it uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Kind of like levels the playing field, you know? It, averages it, it uh, out or whatever. Averages, yeah, it averages it all out. So yeah, you can play with anybody. You don't feel like you're overpowered or underpowered in a particular group. The only thing I I didn't like was I didn't have the ability to add. Um, people to the clan. So I, I created a clan in, in there for the beta. I don't know why, but I did. And I was trying to add some people into it. And I could do it if you were a friend, if we were friends on Blizzard. But if we were um, just Xbox friends, I, I couldn't send them an invite to the clan. I hope that's something that's addressed because that's kind of a pain in the ass. There's got to be an easier way to get people into the clan. They need to give you editing options for the clan because apparently I fucked up, must have missed where you put the clan tag in, and it was set for GG and not GRG. And I'm kind of confused how I missed that because that's not something I would have missed. I make a lot of mistakes, but I wouldn't have missed that. But I'm, I guess I did, but I couldn't correct it, so it was kind of annoying. It does it by default, and it just picks something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird though. Well, I saw people with like four letter clan tags, so they got to be able to to edit it. So it was nagging me, so I just had to like try to forget about it and hope they wipe it so I can fix it later. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, is someone was saying in chat was Diablo was it kind of like an MMO? And I, I think that it's like a new MMO light style title. They uh, they added a lot of uh, uh, things from. It seems like World of Warcraft, like crafting, the wardrobes, PvP. I noticed like weapons you can upgrade them with like sockets and they have like the gems you can stick into it. That's straight from World of Warcraft and The gems and stuff were in three. Were um, they? Okay. They had socketed weapons. 
and you had the gems with the different skill effects. If you stuck it in a weapon, it did this. If you stuck it in a piece of armor, it did that. Um, so they had that in three. The new thing, I think, is like the dungeons, um, which they've expanded on. I mean, they had like rifts before, but dungeons seems a little bit more because they're building on that idea, expanding that a bit more. And then I guess what's still kind of a question mark is what Endgame's going to look like. If they're going to continue like what they did with 3 with Rifts and just basically upping the difficulty. Or if they're going to do something else. So we'll have to see. Overall, I mean, I, I enjoyed uh, the beta. I enjoyed playing it. And I, I really look forward to its release this summer. And I'm very excited because I think this is going to be a very popular title in GRG, and we're going to be able to game with anyone regardless of what system they're on, which is nice. So if you, someone's got a PlayStation, now is your chance to hop in with the Xbox guys or the PC guys. And I just got a feeling that this is going to be a great game for GRG in general, and we'll, we'll have plenty of nights with people... Uh, being active, but just remember, hop into Discord and when we do play this and, and just hop in the parties and I'll probably create one room just to BS in and then people can just, if they want to do stuff on their own, they can just hop into a different room or whatever, but very excited for this. It played very well. Looking forward to it. What about you, Grex? Oh, I bought it, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> now, Valiant, next week it's uh, open beta. Think you'll give it a shot for a little bit? Maybe, but it is Iron Banner next week. Oh, so. come on. Give it like an hour or two. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> How about this? Uh, you, you play it for a little bit, and then I'll hop into Iron Banner with you. I'll get my ass kicked as well. <laughs> Iron yeah, Banana. you know, maybe. That might be a way to do it. So we'll do a little <laughs> bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, it's... You know, my life, because of you guys know what I do, my day mm-hmm. job. So uh, it's it's weird. Like, I'll be, especially with the work from home, it used to be I could just go, I leave, I stay at the office a lot, and then I come home. But now I'll be doing work things at home, and I'm like, oh, because this computer's that, that I that's in front of where I game, stuff comes in, I see it come in, I'll just mess with a little bit of work, and I find myself, like, working all the time whenever I'm home. So well, it's like, I, I highly recommend stop working and just be a bum. I know. Yeah. I mean, right. Like it, I, I, we can always just move out of this house and move into a cardboard <laughs> yeah. box and I don't have to work at all. I'm just, well, there you go. Hard. So you have options. <laughs> it's going to be hard <laughs> to hook the Xbox up to anything when I don't get the power bill. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a trade off, but yeah. you know, I think there'll be more time, you know, after tax season and such that I can like, I'm looking forward to being home by like 5.30 and shit. I think that you might enjoy this one, but maybe during the summer you want to put Destiny down for a minute. This thing, what this release is in like June or something, right? The actual yes. game? Yes. So, you know, by then, all you guys have all told me, well, I've told me the thing and I'll be like, ah, 60 bucks or whatever. I'll pay there for it. There you go. You know, that, that's more likely because I, I buy games that I never play. I, I've certainly <laughs> done that a few times. So I'm more likely to buy the game and, and have it. And then you guys say, hey, we'll do this thing. I jump in. I don't even have anything set up. And you say, oh, do this and, and whatever. <laughs> That's more likely than me this next weekend. But you never know. Maybe I can get an hour here or there. You know, Especially if, if Giddy hops in. If Giddy plays 
and and joins up with you, then then that is more likely to tip the scales. You tell her that. she ain't she ain't breaking away from Call of Duty. She's <laughs> addicted to that nonsense. I, I know that I headache know. game. <laughs> Fucking maddening. Uh, oh. We're not going to talk about Call of Duty anymore. We're done. Uh, right, moving <laughs> along. <laughs> TV and movies. Uh, well, it's really just TV shows. Um, yeah. Oh, Call of Duty. Ugh, I'm just still shivering. Uh, which one were we going to talk about first? We were going to talk about Mando, the, right? the Mandalorian, right? The first. That was because we didn't want to spoil The Last of Us. So Mandalorian, was it episode three is out. And... I, I got a bitch about this. I mean, like, I, I, I got a comparison before you go into it. I'm going to give okay. you a comparison that's going to make you feel better about all this. Shit. No, it's not. I'm telling you, it will. Go ahead. The Mandalorians are the Star Wars equivalent of the Klingons. They're all about honor and code and all this, like, weird, like, it has to be the way kind of stuff. And there that's why we're spending all this time exploring all the different mandalorian stuff the lore the history all that shit so anyway that's i think when i look at it that way some of this stuff i'm more okay with this kind of arcane weird stuff you know monster in the lake shit i think it it just that sits better with me no no, 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 no. So uh, I don't even care about the Mandalorian story at this point. So I have a few bitches. Like, I know the answer to this, so you don't have to tell me. But why is Grogu still on the fucking show? Get him off the show. I don't want him to see. I don't want to see a goddamn babysitter flying around trying to be a badass. And I know why he's on the show. I know because he sells T-shirts. He sells socks. He sells little plush dolls and stuff. I get it. He sells little bumper stickers. Sure. He's R2-D2. Yeah. He's cuter than R2-D2. He's the greatest thing in the world. He's on everything. But I I don't want to fucking see the Mandalorian slash the babysitter. I don't want to see it. I'm I'm over it. (laughs) It's funny as I can kind of ignore it for some of the story things, but I get it. I can't. I, I really, I feel like I, I I just can't. It, it just it's killing me. Anyway, that's not even what I'm going to go on about. So season episode three, we're watching it, and there was a Starbucks. She's what, what's her with, with name? Katie Sackoff. Yeah, Boca Raton, whatever the fuck her name is. Boca Raton. I don't even know whatever. I don't care at this point. I don't care. I, I literally don't care anymore. Like I, I, my level of, I, I just, I, I don't care. We, 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 we stop that story and we detour into Coruscant, and we have these two characters. We had the guy from early on that was the scientist doing something guy. with the clone, the scientist, and he's trying to push what cloning because I think what they're trying to do is set up bringing cloning back so they can explain how the Emperor was brought back. I don't fucking care. I didn't even watch that fucking movie. I don't want this stuff. Like, why? That was like, what, 40-some minute sidetrack. I don't know what they're trying to set up. I don't know if they're trying to set up a new bad guy, a new plot, a new story. Whatever they did, they didn't set up anything, and it was horrible, and it was just boring. No. I, Stop. Well, the, the I think the one point you can lean on the, the, why it has story value, independent of the scientist guy, because obviously he's burnt, right? We're not going to see him again. I mean, not as the clone guy, right? Can we? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, like that's that's done. But the other character, he has some future stuff, and 
also we like to believe that the new republic right is is good when it throws throws some like oh well it isn't all over when the war ended we have some bad shit that's still kind of mixed in here i think that's the point there's a whole lot of things that like are totally memeable about this right so hey we're gonna take and create a new uh like rehabilitation program for imperial soldiers and we're going to make them wear uniforms just like their imperial uniforms and we're going to give them three letter names or letter number combinations just like they used to when they were their empire uniform yeah so obviously those things are are dumb but i think that's where they were going and it's and it's it's a rare miss i think for feloni because usually he does a really good job Favreau and Filoni usually do a pretty good job with the show, I think. No. And I think this... It's, I it's think not that, a rare miss. It's not. It's they're, They've been on a track of misses since... It's kind of like M. Night Shyamalan, new... right? Like, he had some really good yeah. stuff, and then you're saying as time goes on, there's more misses. Episodes in, uh, and stories in The Bad Batch are, are just way better than what he's doing on The Mandalorian. And I don't know. I why. think he likes to work in animation better. And I think they work. And mm-hmm. Lala doesn't like animation, so he wouldn't know. But No, well. I, I can't watch the uh the bad batch because I, I it's a little too goofy for me, especially with the dopey guy. I just can't deal with him. <laughs> but Selden brought this up. Uh that once they got away from like the Western theme of the show, he's like he kind of lost interest in it. And I, I didn't pick it up this season because I guess I just kind of half watched the show at this point. And now that he said that, I can't get past that. And the first two seasons, they had like the Western theme. It was basically the good, the bad, the ugly in space. And that was kind of a pretty cool vibe. And they've, they've lost that. The fact that the Mandalorian, like so far now, he's had to been saved twice from, from different things because he's not capable. I, I thought he was the big badass. And then we, we keep seeing him being a bum. Yeah, that's doesn't work. And now we take this big detour, and it wasn't even just like a slight detour. That was a, a, a huge section of that episode. And it was a big episode, and it dealt with the, the life of course, not with these uh, these people. And I'm like, it just really, if they're trying to set something up, they, they didn't do it very well. You remember, we have had other episodes like that. So we had that when they set up Boba Fett, and they had it when they set up Cara Dune. Both of those. Yeah, and, had- this, and this is the problem. This is the, this is the new Disney way. And this is the problem. They use an existing product to promote their future products. And so obviously they're, they're this chick that they have, that that's, that's, she's going to yeah. be a bad girl or whatever. I don't even know what her story is. She's, I don't know if she's going to be the bad person in this or in maybe a future Star Wars product. I mean, there's, a, there's more shows coming out. So I think what you're saying is if you felt the need or there was – something to to do this type of spinoff you've got to find a way to do it more subtly as opposed to wasting our time like if we're not going to watch the other thing don't burn our time like have this yeah, other or, thing yeah. and have a character that shows up in this tom harris and then show up in in uh, star trek voyager right just he's sure. just and, there. it's just nothing in, in in the disney star wars or the marvel universe is self-contained and it's Right, it has to I don't be know, a how many times I keep watching else. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like they, they introduce like a, a Marvel's, you know, the, the Marvel's show, but they got to bring in like this character because this character is going to have their own series and right, right. We need enough. we need we need Hulk to to launch She Hulk, 
and we need She-Hulk to launch the new uh, Scar, right? Yeah. Or it could yeah. be what's that? Uh, Agents of Smash. Remember that show? So that could be. I mean, that was a comic too. I mean, they could go there, which is they're all like Hulks, basically, you know, or all whatever. So now the uh, yeah, I, I watch a lot of Critical Drinker, and I know a lot of people may or may not like his stuff because he's kind of biased and stuff. But I do think he has a lot of smart takes on things. And he and he uh, he said something in this. I just was watching a thing about Star Wars, and he's like, Star Wars has become a shallow, forgettable, undemanding, vaguely pleasant-looking TV shows buried deep in cl- in a cluttered and faltering TV streaming service. <laughs> the magic and excitement are gone, and that's just it that's exactly how i feel like i think the magic that you got from watching the original star wars trilogy that that was a magical show and it wasn't anything deep i mean you had the characters were all it was almost a comedy kind of like and but it was just a, a, a very good popcorn tv movie that was just completely different than anything else else out there and now the stuff we're watching is is I guess either too serious, too mundane, uh, oversaturated, but the interest level for anything Star Wars to me is is, is almost nothing, and it's it's terrible. I, I, like I said, I haven't watched the one movie, the TV shows I barely have an interest in, and they're just not good. Like that last episode, episode three was was not a good episode, and you only have like what ten right per season. That's fair. I mean, I could see it compa- certainly compared to some of the other episodes, like the best episodes of the Boba Fett show were in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Right? That was some of the best stuff, like him getting sure. the Darksaber for the first time. You know, uh, Luke showing up. Compared to episodes like that, if you were to say that's a 10, this has to be, a, it can't be any higher than a 6 because the scale only goes to 10. And those were yeah. amazing episodes. Yeah. Well, the episode when they brought Luke in was that was fantastic. The way they handled that was fantastic. I think it was more fan service than anything else, but that was fantastic. <laughs> was, right. Well, so that's what I'm saying. So when you have yeah. something that's that good, and then you have these other ones, but I think the bigger problem is I think that no one's willing to say this. That's in the the field. We we can say it all we want. The fans can say it, but they're afraid to make like a new anything, sci-fi or otherwise. Because it's a very expensive venture to launch a new, a new franchise or a, a new IP, if you will. And it might not work. Where if we have an existing one that we can just keep draining forever, which one's the, the better play for long-term money? So from a business standpoint, you want to invest in that. But from sure. a, uh, you know, an enjoyment standpoint... Like it seems like everything that that we would spend money on, they're only going to take the safe route. They're only going to take the thing that's like, it's going to be good, but it can't be great because that would involve taking a risk. And now they have to populate their streaming service, which I think this is a big nightmare for these companies that that all decide to do their own streaming service is just the, creating the content necessary to to keep that afloat and right. When when so we're getting watered down, make strategic alliances, content. right? And yeah, have you know a third, a third, a third with you know these various companies. But everybody wants to be the thing. Nobody wants to yeah. be, you know, we don't want to have yeah. Disney. Uh, eventually, you're going to start seeing them merge together because no one's going to want to pay for seven different fucking streaming services, which is what we all have about this time, right? 
Well, no, I think what people are doing now is subscribing uh, to these type of things and watching the content they want and then dropping it and moving to the next one. So Yeah, but, yeah, so, but companies are going to see that and they're going to like, I can't, I, it's not sustainable for me. I can't show long-term growth with people dropping because my my one hit show is off season you know right mm-hmm. agreed although i keep trying to cancel hbo but i can't do it every time i think i'm good i'm like i'm good <laughs> i'm good and they can cancel because uh speaking of hbo they had uh I- i'm sure you couldn't cancel because of the last of us but now the season's over all right, so w- before we start getting to the spoiler alert, so like we're going to talk about the episode, we're going to spoil the final season finale of The Last of Us. So if you don't want to listen to it, um, yeah, please. If you haven't out. listened to the show, you know, go drink some Drano. Yeah, just if you haven't watched the final episode, I'd recommend watching it because we are going to talk about the thing, the big the thing. thing. So the besides the big thing, I saw that season two will not come until. Possibly late 2024, most likely 2025. For nine episodes, <laughs> we're going to wait almost two years for nine episodes or whatever. That nine episodes for this season. Who knows what next season is going to be like? Isn't that yes? Yeah, that's that's the, long for HBO. Even you remember the Sopranos is like took like two years off there in the middle of it or whatever it was. And how are you going to keep casual fans? Like it's that's that's a long time so now you have the opportunity to cancel hbo you got two years of no hbo unless ah, they have something new there's gonna be there's i watched industry that's coming back you know there's always something and i think uh what is it sure. succession is that the one that's on there succession i don't watch i don't watch any tv i, I barely watch tv no succession I, is, I, I haven't watched jaded. it i haven't watched it but it's like one that i've got some friends have seen it like oh my god you didn't watch any succession i'm like no i haven't it's final season watch it now and i'm like all right so i'm probably gonna get caught up on that shit because i'm like I, I don't know, I told you pre-show that like I'm watching garbage to fall asleep on Netflix and uh like I need something that's kinda good, you know. I don't know why it is. Like I I started pulling up Hulu because it's part of they guess they offer it through Verizon. So they got the bundle, the uh, Hulu, Disney and ESPN plus. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to pick through things on Hulu. Uh, yeah, the Hulu I I just caught up on Attack on Titan up to the uh all the dub versions. <laughs> so wait, is, anyway. it, is it season five on there, by the way? Segway? Uh, not dubbed yet. Yeah, so, so I'm saying this. I'm looking for season five dubbed, and it's, as far as I know, you can't get it anywhere unless you want to no, no. You know, pay for it direct. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I need it dubbed. I'm not reading it. Agreed. Anyway, let's go back to The Last of Us. Uh, episode nine. They finally get to the fireflies, and yeah. So there's an. It's almost like a an interesting jump. They could have put another whole episode in transition, and I wonder why they did such a thing. It's it's amazing that it's almost like the two characters reversed roles. Could you guys yeah. see that? It was like Ellie became like stoic and quiet and reserved, and if you remember Joel early on, he was a guy that wasn't saying shit. He and it's almost like they he became like the like the yippy dog like oh hey hey Ellie how about this and hey what oh you know there's that and that that was like her role early on. Well, I think the, the fact that she was captured in, in in eight almost, I guess, raped by the child molester uh, or or killed to be eaten <laughs> kind right. of 
put it a little bit into shell shock. I think he was trying to the, the past the child molester. Get out. Yeah, those don't exist. I don't know what they're talking about there. Yeah, I mean, like, they had to like do some serious reach on that one to come up with a character yeah, like that. Totally. totally. I mean, he used to be a school teacher, remember? So, like, <laughs> oh, oh, like, like, oh, like, like, got all the PC cultural references in there. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! You know, it's funny. Early in the episode, I, I probably told you guys this. I was like, why did they save her? Why didn't he just shoot her? You know, why did he, why did he, why did he save Ellie? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, he's saving her. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> so now you were talking about like the, um, the difference in character. You thought there could be another episode. And, and that's where I thought this show kind of screwed up. I'm not the, the biggest fan of this show. It's okay. Um, I don't think it's any better than the original Walking Dead when that came out. I, I think it's on par when, when the Walking Dead came out. I, th- I think they're very similar shows and they're doing a lot of same things. No, this show is better. The character development in this show is better than The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead was um, the, the a lot of the tropes were just. I don't agree with that because I think if you take the later seasons of The Walking Dead, sure. But if you're talking about like the first two or three seasons of The Walking Dead, it was a pretty solid show. I mean, it, this show may be grittier, but I, it was pretty solid, regardless. I mean, it was a good show, and I think this show's copying from it a lot. But we wasted, we have nine episodes. We wasted two episodes of this season on filler episodes. Backstory like stuff, the, the, yeah. That, that, yeah, the, the trip to the mall. Like, that was a whole episode of the, the girls at the mall, and like... And the guy's, the guy's house that they... The yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that, and that, I hate to call that episode a filler episode with the with the guys in the in the town or whatever like that was a great episode it was a great story but it had nothing to do with the show and it was just okay so now we have two episodes that well this this is this is just a typical thing that we see now where seasons are not 20 30 episodes anymore they're eight you know they're eight to ten and then you have years before the next one which i don't understand it's it's garbage it's terrible it's terrible. But let's spoil this episode. So let's let's talk about. Oh sure. So I think what happened. The question is, and and uh, let me ask it. I guess. Why did Ellie have to die? Reasons. So plot can happen. That's exactly why. So plot can happen. <laughs> Brex, did you play the game? Because you have a P- you have a um, PlayStation, right? Not. Ah, oh, Jesus. So I know my some of my PlayStation people have uh, played it and I didn't. So it's like I wonder if there's, you know, a better, you know, explanation of that. But, you know, I, to, to, to get the operation and it was a brain surgery and they had to get this out and it would kill her if they did it. And that's that's it. That's what they did. It was well, very short. Right. It was like five second line and that was it. You know, it didn't make sense to me either, because like, if you have, okay, we have the person that's immune to this, let's just kill her right away, so we can never do any further studies of why. You'd think they'd take blood, they would do all sorts of stuff, all sorts of tests before they re- they resorted to killing her. Like, oh, no, we just gotta take this stuff out of her head, in her brain, that's the secret to everything. Like, Well, I mean, okay. if there was a time jump, I would buy it, but they literally just got there, right? In order, like... Yeah, no, we gotta kill her. We gotta do the, We gotta do this thing right away. Like what? It's like it's like a screen rant, like a pitch meeting. 
hey, shut up, get off my back. <laughs> I just, I don't, I think that's, I just don't understand. And like any scientist that these people are tweeting online or whatever, like you study the, th- how would they fucking know that quick that that's the thing? More likely, even if they could remove the thing and duplicate the thing, they don't know how it works because they haven't done enough studying. So let's say it all that was true, which is is dubious at best, right? We we doubtful. We use that term because mad scientist. Um, I I just think that even if it had to go this way, they could have set that up just a little better. Oh, time jump! They're doing the thing. The doctors decided now. You know, Joel's living near the hospital somewhere. Finds this shit out and has to go take her back or something. But to have it like be all in five minutes, it just feels like because plot, and that drives yeah. me nuts. And I, you know, how I like everything. I like fucking everything, but that, like, dude, it was so close to being perfect, like a perfect fuck you, I got you thing. But it was just so fast that I'm like, no, no, man, come on. So that bothered me. I agree. Now, if it was you guys, I, I would do the brain surgery immediately. And whether or not you had the life-saving stuff in your heads <laughs> really or not, like, I would just, you know. You'd cut my head off and be like, all right, yeah, you know, said, Valiant's got to go. Drill it out, <laughs> drill right in there, well, pour some Drano in it, shit, and let's go. Well, that's well, the other thing is, like, you know, they do fucking surgeries on people's brains and pull shit out all the time. Like, what you telling me you can't pull that shit out of there? And I'd, she could plot live? Plot had to happen. Plot, right? Plot had, yeah, we had to do it for plot. Um and then he goes, Joel goes all uh, Richard Harrow. Do you ever, guys ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Fantastic show. Hmm. Yes. I Richard Harrow. I did watch Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. yeah. Steve Buscemi. Richard Harrow is like this. Uh, just say enough. That's enough. Man, that guy's amazing. You should watch. I highly recommend it. Boardwalk Empire. Anyway, the one of the guys in there uh, is a sniper from World War One, Richard Harrow, and he goes around. And he has like this rampage where he kills like all these mafia guys, and that was that's what this scene reminded me of because Joel went through and he, he kicked some ass. Like apparently, was he a Navy SEAL or what's? I think in the game he's a Navy SEAL. I don't know if they said anything in this. They show. Uh, they haven't established how he's so good with you know you know weapons and tactics, but. I think that uh, I think someone has said it online that he is. So I don't know if that's like you said, it's from the game. I think the only thing they've alluded to in this show is that he's ex-military. He's a veteran. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They said something about being a vet. Yes, you're right. They did say something yeah, about so, yeah, his he he was a vet or something like that. That's that's the way. Yes. I always a good, enjoy a good shootout. So that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's I mean it, it just it was an epic episode. Obviously, story plot point aside right if we can set that aside having like our good guy having to shoot the other good guys to say i mean i'm sorry if i don't it goes it's like a it's like a star trek morality quick check hey we can take this person and kill them this innocent person and save a million lives nope never ever ever gonna be okay good guy has license to kill other good guys if they volunteer right Star Trek, same same effect. They do go to you know, uh, we Spock goes in and save you know uh, a bunch of lives by you know disarming a, a nuclear uh, fusion reactor by hand. Uh, that's okay, but if if Ellie chose to go in herself, that's different. If they're gonna kill her, that's the way that has to go. And uh, I'm glad that you know I'm glad he was successful in getting her out. 
But well, how do you like the ending? Where uh, yeah, he had to lie. But I think that just sets us up for other stuff. But I think Joel's going to justify that and be like, "You weren't ready to hear it." Overall, in the uh, the series, how how do you rate this? This episode, the whole the whole the whole the whole series, the whole season, season one. Uh, I think there were some of the episodes, like the what was it? The last one was the you know the the rape freaking uh, cannibal mm-hmm. uh, murder episode. Um, that one was amazing, and the uh, I, I think at least six or seven of these episodes were amazing. I'd say six or seven. I know you have two that are like, and I think the other ones are side again. If we had, if it were a question of twenty episodes and those extras are in there, I think it's fine. But you're right. I think yeah. I, I can I can agree that those things, if we're so limited on time, we can't see everything. Well, I can't even hate on 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 the on the, uh, the gay couple episode because I thought that episode was fantastic. It was fantastic. I, I really it just it was limited I, time, and like if we're gonna cut one, yeah, yeah, I, you gotta I just, get value. Yeah, but I would say and for then, me, it's probably top ten shows and maybe you know top five HBO shows. You know, I think it might it long term. It's probably gonna stand up against Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones didn't end so well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first five seasons of Game of Thrones were fantastic. The The last three were not. Rough. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I'm bitter about that one. I'm, I'm still, so it still hurts me, man. Like, I was so excited. Like, you guys, I it's mean, you may remember those this. last three seasons from memory. Just, oh, it stopped at yeah. five. It's with, it stopped at five. And we tell people that, right? Yeah. But I, you might remember this. I think I was on a, on a podcast right before that season, that last one came out. And I said, look, I'd only seen the first two seasons and I hadn't, I got HBO back just to watch the last one and got caught up. And um, I'm pretty sure what happened was, I mean, I literally was catching up right to the final few episodes. So I hadn't watched any of the last season right up until the final episodes. And I was, you know, getting caught up and I was like, Oh my God, what happened? I just, you know, two weeks ago watched this amazing show that I was like, I couldn't put it down. And now I'm like, Every time I watch one, I'm like, Ooh. it was terrible. I get clips on YouTube that pop up from Game of Thrones, and you'll watch like the different scenes, and they were so good, so well acted. Yeah. Anyway, um, so anyway, this is what my point is that I think this series has potential. I don't. I I, I like it. I, I like zombie stuff. Um, there was a big lack of zombies in this, and um. I think they jumped into stuff that The Walking Dead has covered already. I still like it. I mean, it's it's a zombie show, apocalyptic show. I I like it. I, I enjoyed it, and I'm I'm kind of more bitter, and I'm I actually mad that we're not going to see it again for almost two years. <laughs> so I'm not rating it as high. I'm I'm going to be bitter. <laughs> I can be Please. that way. Wait. Oh no, that's just every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, what do you think? What, how do you rate this? Um, I think it's pretty good. I think this is definitely one of my favorite shows of the year. So I, I, uh, I definitely enjoyed the season. It was definitely a definite watch for me. Well, it's not hard to be a top show of the, of the year because there's really not many shows out That's there true. anymore. That's true. It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, anyway. True. All right. All right. So there you have it. All right, I think we covered everything. And, uh, of course we're, we're over time because Valiant's on the show and yeah, that's just the way yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I blame him. It's all right. You can. You guys got anything else? Every other one of my lines. We'll get this thing down to fifty-five minutes. <laughs> I started watching this show on Hulu. I'll, I'll give this. It's because it's it's pretty funny. It's it's called Extraordinary, and um, it's a British show. So you get it's it's that type of humor, that kind of dry humor, and it's a bit raunchy too. Oh, that makes it good. And uh, the the main character is this. Um, She's an Irish girl, right? And everyone in the show has a superpower but her. At 18, when you turn 18, everyone gets, like, their superpower, whatever it is, right? And they've come up with some unique ones. And, uh, like, this one guy can basically squirt anything out of his ass that he wants to. He's like, you want a G.I. Joe figure? He's, he freaking squats down and pops out a G.I. Joe figure. So it's it's that kind of that kind of show. So it's all about this this girl who doesn't have a superpower and she's trying to find ways that she can try and get her superpower and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but it's a pretty funny show. And if you got nothing to watch, um, it's something to, to at least get a good laugh, couple laughs in on. So that's my plug for this week. There you go. On Amazon, there's one called The Consultant with... Um... The the guy from Inglorious Bastards, the 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 not the guy with this got the swastika carved in his head at the end. What the heck is his name? Um, oh my God, what's his name? Oh, he's amazing, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, it'll it'll come to me right after the show, I'm sure. Anyway, I see that advertised, and I'm I'm hoping somebody will tell me it's good. So I have not been willing to take the leap on it. It's like the, all the episodes are in, I believe, already. And um, it looks like it's uh, it's got a lot of crazy going on. And it's like a business about a business. And the uh, CEO gets killed. He comes in to kind of take control for a while is, you know, the kind of leading things. But it seems like maybe he killed the CEO. Maybe he's doing the nefarious things or whatever. But I'm not going to. Walt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> him and he does it he's such a, a, a great presence you know speaking of uh lance riddick um so uh you know i have the urge to watch it but i don't want to take a chance if it's nobody says it's good i'm gonna avoid it you know just like uh like i've been avoiding picard um i will not so, watch that <laughs> no i know so it's you're the one that told me i'm not gonna do it i can't do it as a matter of fact all the new show all the new trek shows are off so, um, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me on any of those, but I don't know. I'm uh, shadow and bone is what I fell asleep to or tried to fall asleep to last night on Netflix. It's uh, kind of a, a B movie on Netflix. It's the the bad guy from the Punisher movie. There, he was in a few other things, but yeah, nothing great. Last Bus is probably going to be the best show of the year because again, what's it got to compete with? Exactly. Well, Bob Odenkirk is uh, in the new show, Lucky Hank, and I, I just saw episode one is out. I have not watched it, and it's supposed to be a comedy drama, so I don't know if I'm going to get into this one or not. I might check it out, but that's out, just to let people know, and that's all I had. I don't have anything else. That's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I want to thank Valiant and Grex for being on. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us, or me. 
As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at discourse.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Hey, stay right this time. Thank <laughs> <laughs>